Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienaker. Wheels, we were arguing offline. I said, you have to rank something this week. Uh, you have to do some work for this podcast. One of your three and a half podcasts a week. Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of podcasts, but also, like, just ask, and I would have done it. I do ask all the time. And you're like, no, you rank it all. I'll give you comments. Also, I just started a new... I also just started a new job. Like, give yeah. me a little bit of slack. Okay, I have the last 18 months you should have been bothering me to... <laughs> First of all, Mazel Tov on the incredible uh, Jets performance on Sunday. It was truly, yeah, I, I know it's already Wednesday, but we sh- I wish I had a better way to rank like the one o'clock red zone, you know, sort of uh, endings, the witching hours of all time, because that was definitely the stupidest one of all time, right? Yes. Was it the best? Your game Maybe, was stupid. My game was not. stupid. Dramatic. But Your stupid. game was so stupid. Yeah. Even like Tennessee Cleveland going till 430 was very stupid. Like there yeah. was. There was a minute there where that it game was like over at one thirty. It was over one thirty, but then there was always this like undercurrent of like Cleveland will blow this thirty-one-three lead like one time out of seven. You know, like it was totally possible for them to blow that lead. Yeah. Okay. That would have been something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Every now, game. Was I, I think. I think that win puts Stefanski in the driver's seat for Coach of the Year. I think you're right. Um, Barnwell gave it to Peyton. I saw today, which isn't so crazy, just because. I mean, they have a lot of talent. Like, their defense is underrated. But, yeah, uh, yeah I mean, he's winning games with Taysom Hill. Yeah. You know, um, I, I think Stefanski, Flores, Peyton. And Tomlin. And even Tomlin and Tomlin are all reasonable options. I think all four of those guys, you can give it to any of them, and, and it's hard to argue. Yeah. Um, Not only was the Vikings game stupid, the Lions-Bears game was insanely <laughs> stupid. Like, the yeah. Bears had that game won. You know, yeah. I had the Bears in Anti-Survivor. And and, you know, he just like the only thing you can't do is like fumble on your own 10 yard line. And uh, yeah, that was a terrible loss from the Bears. People were posting like funny uh, playoff possibilities today using the ESPN like playoff um, possibilities thing. Could still make it three NFC's teams, the Lions winning the NFC North. Like Mm -hmm. there's some hilarious options that are still possible. Yeah. Um, uh, How are you feeling? Giants are not bad. I was very early on the Giants are semi-competent bandwagon. I don't think I so. Think I was the good. one who, when they were one and five, I think I picked them to win the division. And you, I said the Eagles were going to finish like four, 11 and one. And you made so much fun of me mm-hmm. for that. Someone kept, That's true. But at some there. point I was like, you know, the Giants and Washington defenses are pretty good. Yeah. I and think that, you're stealing what is I Is Jack Del Rio the best example of like, not a great coach, but he's sort of a good defensive coordinator everywhere. 
I don't know that like, he was such a terrible coach in Jacksonville. He wasn't. In hindsight, he lasted or forever. Oakland. It was. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't great in Oakland, but like he he wasn't like one fifteen bad. He was like seven nine eight and eight every year bad. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which in Jacksonville is like a winner. Yeah. Um, you wish you had a coach Jacksonville. Like that for the Jets. They almost beat your team, and they almost beat the Packers a couple weeks before that. Also, yeah. Your team kind of sucks, uh, but plays exciting games. How are you feeling about the playoff chances right now of the Vikings? So, uh, Cam Dantzler is him and Gladney have both improved dramatically over the course of the season. Dantzler is not cornerbacks. They're not household names. You have to say what they those. Are. Yeah, those are the rookie quarterbacks. Uh, uh, PFF has Dantzler ranked, I think, the number three overall cornerback in the NFL since Week Six. So, as a rookie, so I'm very, very happy with that. Um, the the huge, massive, glaring hole on this team continues to be the lack of a pass rush. Which is what happens when you know uh, your star defensive end doesn't play the whole season. Your star, you know, uh, uh, edge linebacker gets hurt in week one. Your uh, what else happens? Oh, your your high price nose tackle opts out before the season, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so that you know that's what happens when you lose all your. Oh, and then the guy you trade for in Gakwe, you turn around and trade away. By the way, there's an Ngakwe curse. Uh, he was one and five on the Vikings, right? Yeah. And the Ravens were four and one, five and one, something like that. Then he gets traded to the Ravens. The Ravens probably go one and four, and the Vikings go five and one. So he's won two games this year, and he's well. Be now the now he's won three because they won like yesterday. Right. Okay. Yeah. So he's won three games all year. He's a loser basically. Yeah, that, that is uh, that's interesting. Uh, let's get into the games. Yeah. Well, so let's let's talk about your Jets for one second. So what okay. I'm a little confused about is so Greg Williams, you know, does the cover zero blitz, sends everybody in. So smart. I, I thought it was a, a Mark Madsen shooting, you know, all those threes in game 82 situation where the Jets are trying mm-hmm. to find a way to lose. But then no. why do they fire him the next day? Is it because it was just too egregious? I think he probably um, like, what, I think what was it was egregious. There? Yeah, I think if they just give up a drive there, he doesn't get fired. Right. But what, um, I, what I, I want to know is what was his he's motivation obsessed with he cover zero? Things? He's obsessed. There's like video today on Twitter of him telling people at like fan things like his, his favorite co- call is cover zero. Sure. It's exciting, but it's not. But in this situation, you put, you know, 11 guys on the goal line, basically. I think if he was here, he'd say like they just almost like uh, Aguilar sucks, but Aguilar got open on an, in a normal coverage, you know, or right before that. Like they were he was car was getting open. He had he had uh, rugs on the previous drive and he had Aguilar. He had, there was his third like legitimate shot. Who Again, the Jets are playing. UDFAs who aren't good yeah. at corners. And yeah, obviously the safeties would have helped, but I guess he figured like the corners, even with help, have no chance. So our only chance is a car overthrows him, which had happened like four times in the in in that quarter. Or or, you know, one of the linebackers blitzes and gets to him or safeties. Uh I don't know. Yeah, I, I think he's just so personally reprehensible that it, like he probably like Gaze probably tried to talk to him afterwards and he probably told him to go F himself. They had already fought a couple times on the sideline yeah. this year. It was just easy for Gaze, and now Gaze gets a couple weeks where he doesn't have to fire. It was just too hard to fire Gaze because the defense is playing better than the offense. Like the defense is just ordinary bad, whereas the offense is, you know, was having 12, 12 points a game going to this. Yeah, game. I just don't it was understand. So much you know, worse than every other we, offense. We talked about how personally dislikable Williams is. I don't mm-hmm. understand why he keeps getting jobs with team after team after team. You know, he he yeah. was a confirmed cheater and dirty guy on the Saints. He had to go in a timeout. He comes back from that timeout. Since then, in the last seven years, he's been coached for what? The defense corner for four different teams and also an interim head coach yeah. for the Browns for a couple games. Never lasted a third season. In the last seven his, years. This was his second 0-16 team. Yes. In the last seven years, Greg Williams' defenses, have their average ranking has been 23 out of 32. So mm-hmm. and only two times in those seven years did he have an above average defense. One of which was yeah. um, but I thought, last year's Jets. 
last year, and there was very, I mean, Adams and May are, are a solid safety duo, but there was very little talent on that team. Yeah, again, last and year was one of two good years he's had in seven years as a defense coordinator. In the I last think seven he's, years. yeah, for one year, he's probably good where he, you know, he's probably good to like shake things up, but his shtick must get so old by the so end. So I of just, person. I don't understand why he keeps getting job after job. Will he get another job as a defense coordinator? I don't know. I think he might, I, it would be very hard for him to get another job. He's running out of teams. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of guys who probably, you know, a lot of people would let him in the building, right? Yeah. So I think, um, he, I think college, like there's so many college jobs, like he mm. would probably would produce results in college. There. He wouldn't be popular, but I think if you said like you can coach, but you have to calm, maybe he'd calm down. I don't think they fired his son who sort of tags along with him, which is interesting. Mm. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. So your team is, so how are you feeling about the 0 and 16 now? You think it's on lockdown? I'm feeling pretty good. I mean, anybody, they like, unfortunately they're, they're going to start tanking now in terms of like resting a lot of guys. Like they just said, a few guys are going on IR, but I think, um, I mean, the Patriots could tank the last week of the year and, and let the jets win on purpose. I also think Glennon was semi-competent. There is a chance the Jaguars win another game. This was their best chance, but it's not impossible. I mean, I'm probably gonna have to survive with the Titans against the Jaguars this week. That spreads only seven, seven and a half. So yeah, Jaguar Jaguars have been close. Uh, by the way, the Jets are going to fall out of consideration for like worst teams ever, which I discussed in October because they keep having these relatively close games. Yeah, I think they, yeah, you need to be losing by they're 20 still a week really to... bad. Oh, they're yeah, they're really a very bad, bad team for sure. There's All just right, so nothing good about them. Let's talk about it my crazy team that, like, They were getting no. 20 carries a game to Frank Gore, and then they just let two street guys like Gore get a concussion and two street guys like each get 100 yards. Man, yeah. the Raiders suck. The Raiders cannot be in the playoffs. They will ruin a playoff game. I don't know because a week ago unless we were saying the, how good they against were against the Chiefs in a seven and two. Yeah. It, well, the, here's what it, here's why I would bet on the Raiders this week, even though I don't love them overall. I think they just probably suck at going east at the one o'clock games like that. Like they mm-hmm. just no showed in Atlanta. They essentially no showed against the Jets. Let's see what they do this week in a more normal situation at home. So you think it's a it's just a travel issue for them? It could be a travel issue. It definitely. I mean, look, they won be. in Carolina, which is on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then they lost badly at New England. Um, they won in Cleveland, um, so that's two wins uh, in Eastern time. And then, mm-hmm. um, and then they lost uh, at Atlanta. They got killed, and yeah, the Jets really counts as a loss. So I guess two and three out east for them. Uh, they're done though. They're not going out east. They're home, 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 and at Denver to end the season. Oh, they have three home games. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, so that that's good for them. You asked me how I'm feeling about the playoffs for my team. So you know, when my team was one and five coming out of the bye, and then they won that game in Green Bay. You know, in the fourth quarter of that game, I started jokingly saying, all right, uh, two and five, Detroit, three and five, Chicago, four and five, Dallas, five and five, Carolina, six and five, Jacksonville, seven and five. And then we go to Tampa. And, you know, I was sort of tongue in cheek, but that ended up happening. You know, the hiccup against Dallas. But we're in the situation I talked about six weeks ago, which is they're playing at Tampa, a game in which the winner is in the driver's seat for that wild card spot because Arizona keeps losing. Both Tampa and Minnesota could make it technically. Um, You know, I think there's a there's a scenario where eight and eight makes the playoffs in the NFC right now. Right. Arizona, the Vikings, maybe San Francisco. Eight and eight? No, I don't think it's going to make it. You think you think one of those teams is definitely going to get to nine? I mean, hold on. Um, do you yeah, think, I think the Vikings? I, do you think the Vikings are going to be Tampa or New Orleans? Because if your I, answer is I no, think the Vikings can be Tampa. I think they can be Tampa. I but are, don't do you, think they'll beat New Orleans. Okay, I mean, they so, have before. I actually certainly. think it's the other way around. I think they're much more likely to beat New Orleans than Tampa. But well, which uh, week is the New Orleans game? New Orleans is week sixteen. Week, right? They're playing at Christmas on a Friday afternoon which is annoying because I missed the whole game. I think Breeze probably will be back for that game. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not sure. 
Uh, I would almost rather play Breeze than Taysom Hill, as crazy as that is. I'm just, I'm so afraid of mobile You mean Taysom Hill over Breeze, you're saying? Oh, you would rather, oh, you as a, the opponent, you'd rather play Breeze? Yeah. That's crazy. I, I'm, no, that's I'm really afraid of mobile quarterbacks. Uh, and, mm-hmm. you know, the, uh, you know the, the other thing I'm available, uh, afraid of, which is one little concern this year, is I'm afraid of pass rushes because uh, the Vikings need Ezra Cleveland back very badly. But, you know, well, the I'm Saints ex- have a pass rush, but both those teams have a pass yeah, rush. Yeah, Tampa does for sure. Um, you know, I am I also think Zimmer somehow, he almost coaches up to, like Zimmer has this annoying tendency, it feels like, where he gets extra conservative against bad teams. It's almost like he's thinking, we're going to win anyways. This offense is toothless. There's no need for us to be overly aggressive here. Um, we saw this against Jacksonville, right, where they were on the they were on the Jags 40, and they punted on fourth and three. And the punt went in the end zone, so they gained 20 yards of field position. And, of course, we saw the Jaguars, you know, drive down the field to score the game, tying touchdown, send the game to overtime. And I think that if he was playing a better team on fourth and three from the 40, he goes for it. Um, but in, it's, and I, I don't like this attitude of, you know, I guess the Milton Burl, you know, situation. I think that the, yeah, you know, they had a comical list of errors, obviously the, the fumble on the inch yard line and the two missed extra points. And, and despite it all, they still got the win. So I guess that's all that really matters. Um, and, and frankly, you know, considering the fact that they almost blew that game, I guess you could say their luck is starting to balance out from the Tennessee loss and the Seattle loss. Um, you know, they, I mean, they probably should be seven and five right now instead of six and six, but that's probably all they really are. I dropped the hot take in our patron chat. I said the Chiefs are number one, the Jets are number thirty-two, and the other thirty teams are all basically the same. And I really feel I feel like all the other thirty teams can win or the lose against suck. each other. That's not fair. The Bengals are so bad. Um, the Jaguars are pretty bad. I don't. I don't, I don't hate that. Th- I don't think the, the Eagles be- are pretty inept right now. Like I, I think you're. It's a fair take if you said like the difference between Team Seven and Team Twenty-four. Okay, but hold on a but second. The, a... the Bengals beat Tennessee. Okay. Yeah. So that's my point. Any team can beat any team in any given. The league Bengals beat Tennessee with 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 Ryan Finley. With, yeah. Okay. Fine. So they had Burrow at the time. That's fair. That's what I'm saying. Brian yeah. then Allen, Ryan Finley are the two worst guys going. <laughs> like that team is terrible right now. I think the Jets. Would I mean, their defense. Look, they, they haven't given up more than 20 points in four weeks now. <sighs> I think the Jets are probably like at full strength, which they're not going to be going forward. Like the Jets which, this strength. week, were, I know, but the Jets were basically sadly uh, this past. They had very few injuries. Yeah, this year, I think the Jets are better than Cincinnati. Mm. All right. Well, I think Cincinnati is going to be Dallas on Sunday. So, <laughs> I mean, since but Dallas is terrible. That's the point. Like Dallas yeah. is not playing the same sport as Kansas City. Well, Dallas so went into Minnesota Europe. and won. No, yeah, you guys City. are an average team. But my point there's is no comparison can... between you and and Pittsburgh. And who? And we went into Green Bay and, and stomped them. Yeah, but you. But listen, the 16th best team can beat the fifth best team. No. That doesn't mean the 26th best team can beat. The I'm fifth saying team. the 31st best team can beat the second best team. I'm saying that the Chiefs no. are on another no, level. No, that's the Bengals and the Jets. Do so you think level. the Bengals and, are going to beat the Steelers? I don't. Th- the Steelers just lost at home to Washington. Well, you can't say Washington's offense is better than Cincinnati's. Much well, right, yeah. Washington with Smith is better than Cincinnati with with Finley. Uh, no, Alex, these guys aren't NFL quarterbacks. I the, mean, the Cincy quarterback. Peyton right Barber was the running player. back for Washington. Who was their second receiver after Terry McLaurin? Mm-hmm. Sims, I don't know. I don't even remember. Yeah, they have two Simses. I don't even know which one's which. Um, um, yeah. So this is an interesting week. So we have four games this week. Uh, irrelevant games between two non-playoff teams. We have four mm-hmm. games this week between a very good team and a very bad team. You know, Tennessee at Jacksonville, uh, things like that. And then we mm-hmm. have eight games where both teams are in the playoff race, which is great for week 14, I think. And there's maybe. a lot of four o'clock games. It's going to be a great. Yeah. And, and they, they shifted watching. the timing. Yeah. That's also very good. Yeah. I think so, it's a seven and a sixer. Yeah. 
Um, well, I could way, also see COVID becoming a real problem this week. I think so there could be a lot of so last week, a lot of upsets. Uh, you and I both just picking winners and losers. Uh, forgot about the spread. We both went seven and eight, which is you know usually mm-hmm. you go like eleven and four or something. So a lot of upsets last week. That's this, weird because I did go four and three against the spread, but somehow I was unsuccessful. Yeah, this, uh, and my this, best bet of the week in my in my picks thing that I do for work was. Um, Miami Cincy under, which I believe hit pretty well. Yeah, for sure. That was 17 and nine. So this week, I think, again, we could see a bunch of upsets because mm-hmm. there are uh, of the 16 games. I only correct guess the correct favorite in nine of the 16 games, which is extraordinarily unusual. Um, and and I think that's indicative of the fact that a lot of these games. First of all, there's a lot of road favorites that I don't think deserve to be road favorites. Like Houston should not be a road favorite over Chicago. I don't think Dallas should not be a road favorite over anybody. Um, Arizona, I don't think should be a road favorite over the Giants. The way those teams have both been playing. Um, you know, Atlanta shouldn't be a road favorite over anybody. Um, you know, so I, I'm a little bit surprised by a number of lines. What, what, what do you want to do? So are, are you ranking these games or you didn't rank anything? What are we going to do here? I didn't rank them. Next week, I will rank the games for us. Okay. You can go in any order you want. You can rank them or you can just give it to us based on the schedule. All right. So why don't we first eliminate the four games, you know, the four games that don't matter, as I said, right? Okay, fine. All right, so Houston at Chicago. I think this could be a watchable game. These teams both can be. This is a good. This is a good. This is a good Lorenzo game for sure. Yeah, I mean Chicago's not totally dead. Like uh, Nagy is definitely coaching for his job. Mm. They're the same team, really. I mean, I you know they're not the same. Well, in terms one of has their a superstar level, quarterback, but... yeah, and one doesn't know what they're doing at quarterback. Yeah. But yeah, they're both. You remember like when Houston. the Bears started like four Houston and one, pulling win after win after win out of their butt, and we're like, oh, this is gonna be a typical bear, one of those Bears years where they go eleven and five with the. But garbage we knew team. we were, we knew they weren't good. And we listen, knew they weren't good, but we didn't. Years. Yeah, but, but the luck quickly. Could have been one of those years. They could have beat Detroit last week. Like things could have happened for. for yeah, the luck reverted to the mean pretty quickly though, so we don't have to worry mm-hmm. about them. Fortunately. Um, yeah, I've Houston. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Chicago here. I, I don't think there's a huge difference with no yeah with no degree of certainty. I would stay away from. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. All right. Um, Dallas at Cincy, I already said I'm picking Cincy just because I don't think you can pick Dallas against anybody. Although it's the Andy Dalton, you know, homecoming. I don't know what that means. I mean, Dalton's just better than whoever Cincy has. <laughs> I'm going to pick the Cowboys. Yeah. I mean, that I game mean, is is truly unwatchable. Yeah, that game's unwatchable. Um, Denver, one worst, Carolina. One of the worst games I can ever remember in week 14 or earlier. No, there's always terrible games. You know, you're just no, I mean, Buffalo or Miami for years when they both be 2-13 and 13 or whatever. Yeah, but week 14, this is bad. This That's yeah. real bad. All right, um, Denver at Carolina. These are similar teams, too, that are like sort yeah. of aren't talented but play hard. Uh, I'm going to go with Carolina, though. Yeah, me too. Um, McCaffrey's back. I saw some stupid stat with like they have a much worse record without McCaffrey than with McCaffrey, which uh, or better record without McCaffrey, which is obviously uh, a coincidence and nothing more. All right. And then the last of these games that doesn't matter is Atlanta at the Chargers. It's kind of crazy in hindsight that we I'm not going to say these are similar teams. I think I think the Falcons are better right now. I think I mean, the Falcons the, are playing hard. The still. Chargers are better, but their coaches every week somehow looks worse and worse. And I, I mean, you can't call the Chargers better than anybody after losing 45 to nothing. But yeah, no, I have the Falcons winning this game. Atlanta for a second looked like they were going to be competitive. Looked like they might be able to you know deal a loss to to Tampa or New Orleans down the stretch. And now they've looked really mediocre for a couple weeks in a row. I I think the Chargers. Uh, and by the way, why why is their coach still have a job? I don't understand what they're waiting for. Well, so Simmons said for that Denver Carolina game just made me remember. It's like, oh, nobody cares, but it's a big fantasy game. Like in one <laughs> quarterback leagues, like no, it's not. Like who are the big fantasy guys? In well, the Julio McCaffrey. Like, but yeah, but neither quarterback is going to be on a roster in a, in a traditional in a one league. quarterback league. Sure, they're not going to be on a roster even. Yeah. yeah. So. 
Yeah. And Jerry right. Judy's not really rosterable. All right. So you're picking Atlanta, but I'm going to pick the Chargers to win. But um, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Okay. So now, now let's talk about the four games again, where you have a, a good team against a bad team. Uh, only one of the good teams is at home. Seattle over your jets. Don't need to discuss that. Had you seen, I don't know line? if Seattle's going to cover though. It? I don't, I didn't guess it. Yeah. I, I, I accidentally Googled week 13 games. Oh. Uh, to see the to see the slate for Survivor and mm-hmm. knew the headline was Seahawks thirteen and a half favorite over Jets. Uh, unlike Simmons and Sell, I'm I'm nothing but honest. I will not pick a game I've already seen. Um, yeah. I would have probably guessed like eleven and a half there though. Thirteen and a half seems high just because Seattle looked so bad last week. Obviously, the Giants are a lot better than Jets right now. Um, the Jets will be motivated. I think there's a they don't hate Adams, but I think they will definitely be motivated to play well against Adams. Um. Tomorrow's revenge game. Well, I mean, he was like the star of their team last year. He's not, you yeah. know, he, he's the most one of the more outspoken guys. So you, you think know, the Jets like the... be motivated to play against Adams? The Bengals won't be motivated to play against Andy Dalton. <laughs> yeah, I think they like Dalton. That uh, you know what I mean? Oh, oh, they, so the Jets hate Adams? It's Adams' fault. That I, they don't hate him, the... but I think they want to show him up. I don't think he's like a hateable guy because people like him, but he's a he's a real big mouth. Like he was the not only the star of the team, but like the voice of the team, you know, and he's huge on social media. So, okay. I'm not sure why that's a bad thing, but okay. It's not a bad thing. I don't think that they like would fight him if they saw him on the street. I just think that mm-hmm. they really are going to want to be Jamal Adams. I think every Jeff fan would agree with me on that. I don't think they can be them. I don't think they're equipped. I think the Seahawks should be able to, the Seahawks offense, which has basically disappeared is still somewhat competent and they should be able to score at will. Yeah. All right, and then the other three where the uh, good team is on the road for all three of those. Um, Tennessee at Jacksonville, Green Bay at Detroit, New Orleans at Philly. Uh, any of these, you uh, have any reason to pick the home team or no? No, no reason to pick the okay. bad team there. All right. Yeah, uh, Philly's completely done. And, uh, you know, the well, it's, I am obviously curious to see Jalen Hurts. I think Hurts has yeah. serious. I don't think he's going to be great, but he definitely has big upside. Um, but I, And Hurts might be a better guy for that porous offensive line also. But he's yeah. probably going to struggle terribly against the against New Orleans this first week. Yeah, it's not an idea. Would have probably waited. I guess I don't think they're going to make the playoffs anyway. I probably would. I understand it's much better to give him four games and three games. You guy could always get hurt. You never know. But I, I think if you're the Eagles, you have to know going into next season whether you need to draft another quarterback they or get another probably quarterback. probably should have pulled the trigger then against Green Bay. Yeah, but they, still, the but they still thought they were in the race for the – they still were in the race for the division at the time. I know, but the Saints are such a good. Oh, yeah, but they weren't in the race for the Super Bowl. Yeah, like the coaches won a Super Bowl, but you know what I mean. Like it's not like it, it, they're not like the Jets or the Bengals. Like just, I mean, like, it's crazy. Is Howie Roseman about to get fired? Maybe they'll do what they did last time and like demote him again. Remember, he was demoted <laughs> for a few years, and then they. Like, I just want a freaking know. Super Bowl with Nick Foles. I know. I mean, listen. It, it's it's weird because they put a bad team together. Like they got unlucky with some injuries. The offensive line fell apart. Like that's not going to last forever. But I, he didn't like every other team hit on a receiver and they didn't hit on a receiver. It's yeah. ultimately like, but Wentz fell apart. Like, I don't know whose fault that is. I think if you could only fire Roseman or Peterson, I think you fire Peterson. And that's nuts. I think Peterson would get immediately get another job. But you're yeah, saying you're, you're blaming team. Peterson for Wentz. No, but I, I someone's going to take the fall for it is what I'm saying. If Unless they, you know, win their last few games, someone's taking the fall for it. Mm-hmm. All right, so now we have our eight good games. Um, what order do you want to go for these? Uh, any order you want. 
Um, all right, fine. Well, we'll start with Thursday night, uh, which is tomorrow. We have the Patriots mm-hmm. at the Rams. I don't think this is going to be a particularly close game, but, you know, the Patriots just won uh, in Los Angeles by 45 points four days ago. So, yeah, I mean, the different Patriots team shows up every week, but I think there's a rough matchup for, for Cam Newton. Yeah. So I have the Rams. Uh, Cam really is not throwing the ball with any kind of accuracy. No. That Seattle that's game so far away. Yeah. Um, all right. So now we have uh, six good games on Sunday. Uh, why don't we we'll go NFC and then we'll go AFC. All right. Because we have three of each. So the NFC, uh, Arizona at the Giants. I thought the Giants should have been favored in this game. I'm absolutely taking the Giants to win Arizona. I don't know whether it's Kyler Murray's injured or what. Uh, I traded for him in fantasy, by the way, right before this complete disaster, uh, which is unfortunate. I was traded for Alvin Kamara right before the Saints decided to stop throwing the ball, but whatever. Um I'm picking. I'm taking the Giants to win this game. It, Arizona is six and six, and if not for that miracle hair Mary, they'd be five and seven and basically out of it. Okay, but five and seven in the NFC West still a lot better than five and seven in the East. I have the Cardinals. Okay, so if the Giants win this game, mm-hmm. forgetting about what the Vikings do, the Vikings at six and seven would still be in the driver's seat for a playoff win, for a playoff spot. Right, that's what I'm saying. You're saying eight and eight has no chance of making it. Well, either the Vikings or the Cardinals have to make it, unless you think San Francisco is going to go nine and seven. Who's go? Who's the seventh team to go nine and seven? If it's not the Vikings, if it's not the Cardinals, if it's not the Vikings and it's not the Cardinals, so between the Vikings, Cardinals, and 49ers, one of them has just to make need it. one team. Yeah, or or the Lions or Bears could could go. Or Washington and the like Giants it. could make it. Right? I mean, if we're getting crazy, but yeah. I mean, if the Cardinals win this game, they're basically they're basically fine. Who? Let's go. What are the Niners' last four games? Okay. Well, okay. So, okay. Well, well, so let's go to that game next. So they're playing Washington this week. The problem is they're not at home anymore, right? They're playing in Arizona. Yeah, there's a playoff game, which, which, which hurts them a little bit. San okay, Francisco, so Washington. What, what's your pick this week? San Francisco against Washington in Arizona, as is meant to be. This San Francisco team has lost four out of five. That one win in, yeah, in I LA. Like, I, I like San Francisco here. Can you read the rest of their schedule, though? I, All right, I like they the play Niners at here. Dallas. Okay. All right, so that's it let's say that's favorable. a win. They get to seven and seven. Then at mm-hmm. Arizona, that's a playing game. Yeah. So if they lose that, they're seven and eight, and then they finish against I, Seattle. Okay. So, I mean, the Cardinals will get the playoff spot then. All right. So so you think the Cardinals the are going to Card- Nine and seven Cardinals team will make it, so it doesn't, you know. Well, not and if the Vikings I, are nine I, and seven. I, the Vikings have the tiebreaker over them. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. Then go nine and seven and get okay, it. Okay. So hold on a second. The, so, the Car- so I, but how about this? The Cardinals at nine and seven. But again, hold on. But I just want to remind you: the Cardinals have lost four out of five, and their only win was on a miracle. So they've essentially lost five games in a row. They're facing the Giants this week. You think they're going to win? They're facing the Eagles. Okay, they should win that. But then they're facing the 49ers, and then they're facing the Rams. So all right. So you think they're going to beat the Giants, Eagles, and 49ers? You think they're going to win three in a row, basically? Yeah. Let's say three in a row, and that gives them probably the seventh seed. But then they're nine. Yeah, then they just need the Vikings to, to you know, lose two. But I, but my point is the Cardinals going to the Rams or the Packers or the Seahawks in that 7-2 game. I think they get killed. Well, they're playing the Rams in week 17 and what could be a game. I'm sorry, but I, I think yeah. the, I think they would get hammered, whereas I think the Vikings would be competitive and lose. Yeah, well, I don't think like, I don't the, think the Vikings would win that game. But I don't I think, think the you Cardinals, guys, you guys, uh, when the Cardinals have essentially lost five games in a row to say that they're going to win three in a row, I think is crazy. So I'm picking the Giants this week. I'm rooting for the Giants this okay. week. Um, all right, so Washington, San Francisco. You're, you're picking San Francisco, you said? Yes. I think this is really a toss-up. Again, Washington just wanted to play. Garoppolo could also make it back for the playoffs if, in mm. theory, they won this game and won a couple of more games. Yeah, in theory. If they're playing well enough under Mullen. Yeah, I guess, though. So. Uh, you know, that's unlikely, obviously. 
All right, I'm, I'll pick San Francisco also, but with, with very little confidence. And then our last uh, NFC game of the week is Vikings at Tampa. That's the number one Fox game. They got Buck and Aikman. Haven't heard a lot of them this, this year for the Vikings. There's really no uh, national 4 o'clock game this week, right? Well, I'm surprised they didn't shift one. I mean, they, they shifted the, the, the Packers-Lions game to 4 o'clock. Yeah, I'm surprised. I mean, maybe, that's, maybe, maybe that's the national game. Let me see the announcement. Let's see if there's an announcer chart. Well, no, I'm going. telling you. Aikman and Buck are doing Vikings-Tampa. But that's a one o'clock eight. Yeah, but I'm surprised. I'm saying I'm surprised they didn't shift that. I wanted. I'm going to check where what the country's getting for. Uh, for because there's there, less than any week I could ever remember that like Colts Raiders if it's a CBS game like there's really, it doesn't make any sense. Um, anyway, what are the uh, w- what's the game we're talking about? Vikings at Tampa. You know, I haven't used Tampa. Like, I don't like Tampa that much. I haven't even used them in Survivor. Like, I never trust them. Yeah, I mean, they're I'm seven and the five, Bucks, though. So I'm yeah, gonna I'm pick the Bucks. I'm, I'm gonna pick the Bucks. Also, but yeah. All right. Okay. So that yeah, I, you know, obviously, I, I hope I'm wrong. All right. So now let's go to those four AFC games. Uh, Kansas City at Miami. I, I've I've been very unimpressed with Miami's offense since Tua showed up. I think Kansas. You City, know, I th- it walks through this one. I think the intention was for New Orleans Philly to be the main game. Probably. But obviously, like Philly's just, you know, all they need to do is like win one of these and they're at least relevant for the playoffs, but now they haven't. Yeah. So maybe that becomes Green Bay Detroit. Maybe that's why they moved Green Bay Detroit last second. But okay. I mean, either way, those are not great options. Um, all right. What's, who are you picking? I'm picking Kansas City. And again, I don't think it'll be close. Yeah, Kansas City. All right. Um, in, um, all right. Indy at Las Vegas. This is another good game. Indy somehow plays Colts better on the here. road than it. It's it's yeah. these are two teams that at times look like they could be you know an, an AFC title game team, and at other times seem like they don't even deserve to be in the playoffs. I I'm gonna pick Vegas to bounce back. I just you know they've been so bad the last two weeks. I understand that, but as you said, maybe it's an East Coast thing. They they have looked so competitive against uh, Kansas City and other teams like that. Um, Indy mm-hmm. obviously was my preseason Super Bowl pick, and I'm not, you know, I'm not abandoning that just yet. But I'll pick Vegas to win this game. I have the Colts. Yeah. All right. And then our Sunday night. Game Co- can I'm... I stop you for a second? Is there anything funnier than Coach K like losing two games in a row and yeah. then being canceled the season after begging, begging for the NCA to like? Well, there's like the NCAA cannot survive. Missing two straight NCAA tournaments, he said. Yeah. He loses two games. He always does this. He's the biggest sore loser on the yeah, planet. Yeah, it's really incredible. He, two weeks ago, or a week ago, whatever it was, he's like, yeah, he was going bonkers at the idea of him not having March Madness this year. And I was like, nope, never mind. We, we lost the ACC Big Ten Challenge. The season's over. And I don't but know if you Illinois sort of followed my advice. Isn't Illinois a top 10 team? Illinois is great. Yeah, yeah. Cockburn and Io, they're both great. Like, yeah. I, I, I told you this, and I've said it in the chat also, like, College basketball is fantastic right now. Like, uh, it's a disaster in the sense that every other it, – it, it's a mystery until the game starts. The quality of players is very high. The good teams have all the players. Like, all the bad teams sort of lost, like, every double-digit score because transfers got easier. So the quality of play among the games you're going to see on TV is as good as it's been in years. There's so many NBA-level talent players who are, like um, – on you know sprinkle on all the good teams like it's random teams like Iowa could win the ch- with the championship with Garza like there's so many good guys so you should uh, you should get into college basketball and also yeah. like well, assuming I like that none of these guys are COVIDed out and you know aren't playing and teams aren't you know having seven I mean they're gonna have to do it they're gonna do finals. a bubble for the for the NCAA tournament well you just have to get well, by 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 hopefully by March a lot of these kids are getting quarantined I mean are getting vaccinated yeah you do a, they're gonna hopefully do a bubble in Indianapolis for the for the whole tournament 
Uh, and it would be exciting. I think Gonzaga you know, will finally win one. Mm. So that's your prediction. Gonzaga's national It's champion. crazy. Well, it's, it's crazy this is year 22 yeah. or 23 of the Gonzaga run mm-hmm. without missing the tournament. Will you pull but an Adam Morrison and, and cry when they lose in the tournament this year? Because I do not have them winning the national championship. I you don't you don't you can't name a player on the team. What do you mean you don't have them winning? Yeah, and I'm picking the field against them anyway. Oh, you pick? Yes, I, I would also pick the field of 340 <laughs> no, teams against Gonzaga. I take everyone. I don't else. think any team has ever had a better 50 than 50 yes. percent chance of winning March yes. Madness. Mm, okay. All right. Uh, Something there was like a Duke team once that like that had odds that were like similar to the other 63 teams. If mm. there was, they didn't win it. So, yeah, Sunday night, we have Pittsburgh at Buffalo. What? Yeah, the night games this week are great. I mean, like, they're not like all time classics, but there's, you know, games with, between good teams. This is a very good matchup. Also, I love Buffalo in this game, though. Yeah, Buffalo I think honestly, Pittsburgh is just so gassed. Honestly, they just seem like they're out of steam. I, I, I almost I don't know what to do because it's not like they could just rest uh, and, and win the division. Even forget, you know, even if they punted the one seed, which they need. But no, they're not. I, I, don't I don't think know. they're. I mean, I have. I thought they'd be watching. I still thought they wouldn't get the one seed because I thought they would lose this game. Um, yeah. And I thought they might lose to Baltimore, although obviously they won that one. Uh, the COVID game. I, I think Kansas City is going to finish with the one seed. And I think Buffalo is going to be frightening. Yeah, I'm picking I, uh, Reed, well. I mean, you give Reed two weeks that first game. They're going to win by 50. Like uh, KC. Yeah. Anyway, KC, like I, far, they're far from a lock to win. I think they have emerged in the last week or two as the as like the clear favorite. But. That is like, I know we say this every time a team wins and it looks good the next year, but like, there's no reason if Mahomes stays healthy and like a crucial part of the team, like like the offensive line or, or the whole receiving core doesn't fall apart, like why that team is not, you know, going to be the, the, maybe not win every year, but like the best team the next five, 10 years. Well, the reason, I mean, Aaron Rodgers was the best quarterback in 2010 and they, you know, haven't been to a Super Bowl since then. It's true. So Mahomes is the best quarterback for sure, but you it's know. true. And I don't think Reed just lasts forever, you know. Yeah, yeah Reed's Reed old. Go into the and sun, their, sun and their defense could, you know, point. regress significantly. And yeah, their I mean, defense isn't great right now. Like yeah. they might have a year where their defense is actually good mm, at some yeah. point in the run. All right. So, and all right. So our Monday night game is Baltimore at Cleveland. Huge game here. I'm going to pick Baltimore to win this game. They destroyed Cleveland in Week One. Okay, they destroyed Cleveland. They're much I've, worse I've been dismissing now, Cleveland all season. I, you know. I, I have to yeah. admit they look, you know, Baker looked good, obviously, in at least the first half against Tennessee. Baltimore should have, you know, everyone back there. Not this the thing. <laughs> yeah, not this. I mean, I can't imagine he's going to. It's so crazy. He spent so many years coming back. Then, like, he misses. And I know I'm sure he was so excited for that game. Yeah. And, and you know, to actually get some catches against the bad defense, especially. But, of course, against his old team. Um, I With, with Baltimore, I. I we really underestimate the fact that maybe you know a top five lineman in the league, Ronnie Stanley, they lost. So they lost their left tackle. They sort of haven't looked as good since. I think it's a much different Cleveland team than the one they shut out in Week One. Or was it a shutout? Or was it like, yeah, I think it was a shutout. Um, that being said, Lamar looked pretty good this week. Like he looked like, uh, you know, he didn't throw the ball that him great. anymore. By the way, it wasn't a shot. No, but the, I, no, but I, listen, the, yeah. the the wheels which we thought like, what's wrong with him? He was really yes. He had that. Yeah, he had that nice run, but he had a nice run against like Pittsburgh. Those callback by injury by penalty. I thought on the touchdown pass, he actually sort of overthrew the guy, and you know, on the on that the, was a sweet play, wide open. Um, I, this is the hardest game of the week to predict, other than other than um. A lot of those meaningless games, yeah. The first games. Of I, I, yeah, I think Baltimore wins this game easy. 
This game's in Baltimore. No, it's in Cleveland. I don't care about that. Oh, it's in Cleveland. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Browns. All right. Well, we have more disagreements than we've had, I think, any week this year. That's six of them. And um, we'll well, there's a lot of small spreads. Yeah, we'll be back on the patron side. We have um, a couple of uh, uh, exciting patron podcasts dropping in the next couple of weeks. Okay, um, and also we need a next week. The patron episode should be, or even the main episode, some on episode should be an NBA preview. I, there's two. I have I have two ideas. A, a traditional NBA preview with picks, and B, what? And you could say no to this one. What if we did some sort of draft for the next decade? Because it's 2020. Mm. We each we draft, let's say, 10 players. They could even be in college if you want to do some research. High school? Guys. Yeah, you could take someone in high school. You could take an eighth, you know, the top eighth grader, but you're not going to okay. get that many years out of them. Yeah. Um, we draft, let's say, 10 guys or 12 guys with the, I, I don't know what the exact criteria is, if it's just points or, you know, all all NBA teams or all star, you know, we could we could figure out the scoring. But sort of for the next decade, like uh, pick an NBA, each pick an NBA roster against each other. Okay. All right. Well, I got to go now. So we will talk about right. next week. All right. Goodbye, everybody. All right. Bye. Some kids write lists for their Christmas gifts and they send them all off to their Santas. But I don't trip off a list for my gift. I'm going to get it because I got eight chances. That's right. Eight nights. Festival of lights. Go hard for a week with a plus one. So y'all keep stressing. Be good. Learn lessons. But Hanukkah is the best fun. And you can laugh if you want to. But I'm going to get a puppy for Hanukkah. So I'm pretty sure that it's just socks But you never know, miracles happen I tap in and start to rip the paper Oh please let it be the puppy that I wanted I don't wanna wait to Oh, yep, that's just socks I'ma get what I wanted I'ma get a puppy for Hanukkah I ain't even tripping on it, bruh Cause I'ma get a puppy for Hanukkah That blessing is about now I've said it Not sure what it means but I learned it phonetic By the way you got a present for me is it what I wanted? Pass that shamus let's get the flame started Ooh for me? Oh, well, you, you shouldn't have. I, well, I guess I'll just, um... Oh, that's a, that's a sweater. Did, did somebody knit this? It's really, it's really great. This isn't going how I saw it, huh? It ain't going well. It ain't going well. I really hope I get this puppy for Hanukkah. It's all I ever really wanted, bro. Just a puppy for Hanukkah. Give me that dog. Keep burning and nights just pass. Menorah is now covered up with wax. I thought it would be obvious. I didn't want to ask, but will tonight be the night I get my puppy at last? My feet are warm and my body is cozy. The hats and the mittens and umbrella are totally great. Love it all. I'm the king of style. There's one thing I've been wanting all this while. I... Wait. Wait, is that? Could it be? Is... 
Oh my gosh. You're everything I ever wanted to. You're my puppy, Veronica. I'm a name you, Monica. Probably not. That's a weird name for a dog. But it rhymes with Hanukkah. I got my Hanukkah puppy.